podcast episode 485 it is friday finally it's the end of the week Hmm. (sighs) i'm kind of happy about that it was a long week it was a lot of just stuff but yeah um i got a four i feel like a real adult now Mm. and it just gets keeps getting worse and worse but i have a forest i i got a i got a 407 transponder for the car right so that for when I go into Humber, I can take the 407 in the morning when it's basically going to be dead and I'm traveling at off peak hours. So it's cheap. And then by the time I leave the school at the end of the day, it's also off peak hours again. So it continues to be cheap. And for some reason, it's cheaper going westbound than it is eastbound. Because more people want to go into Toronto. That's a fair statement. I would think. That is true. Um, so I used that, worked fantastic, loved it, worth the $24 or whatever it is for a year to get the thing. <laughs> yeah, and so you, like, you pay once, you get it, that's for like a year, right? And then yep. it just, re- does it reduce the cost at it all reduces, having a transponder? Yeah, so how I basic, how I loosely understand it without having the numbers in front of me is traveling on the 407 which is a privately owned mm-hmm. highway toll road in Ontario for those who don't know is you have the transponder in your car by having it visible on the dash you do not pay the the camera fee that you would pay if you did not have a transponder which is like 4 bucks mm-hmm. and you get charged that each time you get on the highway so if you get on it 5 times in one day cuz you're just going back and forth you're paying the camera fee five times Mm -hmm. which adds up that's like 25 bucks right there something like that the rate that you pay per kilometer depending on your time of travel also goes down so they have it broken up where 7 p.m to 6 a.m is off peak hours Mm -hmm. so if you're traveling then it's the cheapest rate and again if you're going westbound it's the cheapest possible rate Mm -hmm. that you can get if you have a transponder now it's a matter of cents difference i think it's say 16 cents per kilometer versus 22 cents per kilometer but if you're using it for say 70 k's that adds up pretty quick mm-hmm. could be the difference between like a 30 dollar bill and a 20 dollar bill and the idea being that you have the transponder it gives you the slightly cheaper rate but it's the camera fee that you don't have to pay mm-hmm. each time um and like my dad's had a transponder through work as long as I can remember. And so anytime I've ever, like I drove down to Niagara for a friend's wedding and took the took the transponder. So basically drove from, I guess, Mississauga area where the 407 met up with the 404 to get back, to get down from Aurora. Took that as far as I could out to Niagara and back. And I think the day trip was maybe 40 bucks. Mm travel compared to having to take back roads or another highway that is would be a lot more congested it worked out i mean it is it's another cost but for me i'd rather pay the cost of convenience 
and not having to deal with super crazy drivers for the whole way, then that's something I would willingly like and have willingly spend money on. Yeah, that's fair. You know, um, not to make it a 407 rant, but like you'd be able to take it for probably a third of your trip, I guess, maybe, maybe half the trip if you take the mm. 401 in from wherever it splits off. But that's neither here nor there. It's great in the mm. wintertime, though, because nobody's True. on it and it's plowed instantly. It's plowed, salted, and sand is put down or whatever is put down instantly. The moment there's snow, it's plowed, it's clear. But again, that's what that's why you pay for it, right? Yeah, that is kind of nice, though. Shit. Okay. It is. If there's an accident, it's cleaned up, it's taken care of in very quick times. See, what if just like all roads were like that? That would be great. But no, you know, since like we're, you know, first world country and we're because since we're a first world country, suppose allegedly advanced, yeah, no, allegedly advanced, yeah, allegedly advanced, no, not at all. But yeah, so the whole reason I had the transponder, I don't think I've actually even mentioned it on the podcast yet, like not in detail, anyways. But um, last, I guess it was last week, started working at Humber as a TA. Still trying to figure out the contract stuff and still trying to figure out how to log hours and get paid, which I'm honestly not surprised. The bureaucracy of the school is, again, archaically slow, as you as you would expect. Um, so I'm not I'm not happy or sad or upset about it. It's exactly what I expected, um, which again is part of the thing when you have like staff in upwards of a thousand people and. Everyone's making such different ranges and like some people are part-time, some people are full-time, et cetera. But TAing with Catherine and Ken, which is, it's great to be teaching alongside Catherine, but being the TA with Ken in the room is the best thing ever because he's a hoot to hang around and just be with again. He was like, I'm so happy that you're back and, you were able to get the the job as the TA. I'm like, dude, I'm excited because I get to sit and listen to you talk for portions of time. Yeah, Like I would do it for free at that rate and just have you around. Um, but it's a good time. It's uh, the school's changed a whole bunch. Like since we were there, which is strange. It's strange to be in a class, not having to do the work. That's a strange thing. You get to experience it without actually having to do it. Yeah. And now there's like this whole deja vu from the last time from when I did the BRP project. And now the news, like the current third and fourth year students are doing it. Like I have to learn their names and I'm going to end up learning their, learning their sketching style. And, but I'm very excited for the whole thing to be able to help out with a previous student's perspective from that project where like Reese is fantastic, but Reese had never done the VRP project before. Mm. So he only had as much knowledge and skills as he had from previous work experience and previous times teaching similar classes, but had never done the BRP project specifically. Um, which is kind of what Catherine 
alluded to and said like you have in this case you have the advantage because you've done it before and now the students have the advantage because you've done it before Mm. so um sure it's good though like i like i like having i like seeing the stuff up on the wall you know you you always want to see more stuff up on the wall but yeah now it's like the other way around we're like yeah i want to see more it's like oh yeah i remember when we asked you guys for more and you give us more yeah i mean i get I guess they have lives, so I can be somewhat sympathetic with that. Um, but it's when I was telling you about this, I guess, or maybe I wasn't, or no, maybe it was on the podcast the other uh, Monday. But like talking to them, oh, so one student had they Catherine showed me their work that they submitted to be selected for the studio. So I was going through it just to see what they had done and everything. And this is not a positive or a negative thing. It is simply a thing. Mm -hmm. But all of the sketches and concepts that were presented followed probably two or three very similar archetypes, which is one of them had a version of three wheels, typically two in the front, one in the back, (coughs) and like a Mm -hmm. cab of sorts that you would get into. Right. Another one was that type of uh, architecture with treads at the end which again is understandable. They make snowmobiles. I get it. Another one is like a boxy type thing that's all on treads and all on tracks, or maybe some of it is supported by skis. Um, and then another one looks pretty similar to like an old Bombardier snowmobile, right? On a long bulbous front, flat back for sitting, storage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the surfacing on everything was always like, I guess Bruce would call it a bubble car. Yeah. But it was one surface. It was a vertical wall and a flat top. Mm. And that was it. Which again, I get. That's how we were sketching in when we were in first year and like just starting the whole thing. But we also had a much different first year experience than what they did where they started in the pandemic. And didn't have that in-person right. uh, experience, right? So it's it'll take time to like work with them, and but that's that was my hardest. I think I'd say that was my biggest challenge when I was doing the project was understanding surfacing. But again, through that project, there was learnings that made me able to better understand it. That as the project allows and as the project evolves um hope to kind of lend that insight and knowledge to the students um and this was the first day like the first wednesday when i went into ta i got to the school at six got the closest parking spot that i could without being in a faculty spot Mm. so prime spot it's gonna be my spot for the semester no one else is parking there and I went in and I sat down at the Starbucks and I like opened my work laptop and everything and felt so at home and so like I can I could do this as a full-time job mm. right now. Like I feel I feel very happy. And I haven't had that feeling in like a while with something work related like where I've where I've gone into a space. I love the work I do on a day-to-day basis, but like you go into a space and you're like, yeah, this is my shit. Like I'm going to own that shit. Uh, so it was good. 
this positive experience. And then we got to talking about TAing and you were like, I should try and be a TA. Yeah. Howard, like, how's your mind feeling with that whole thing? Like now, say a week later, where are you sitting with it? <clears throat> well, I, I definitely want to do it. Obviously. It, it, again, same with what you're just saying to be there and to feel at home again. Cause like, I think um, with this new semester starting and like with it starting school too, I've, I've been feeling a little like I, I miss it. You miss that. I miss like, I miss being stressed (laughs) about finishing (laughs) stuff, you know, like, like I, I miss like going to a place with other people who are doing the same thing and like learning Mm -hmm. and then having like projects, like, having the motivation of like this is due yeah Um, and it's different when you have projects for work because you understand that that's work and you're getting paid for it yeah but it feels more for me anyways that feels more procedural than school every day yeah and i I think like i I definitely like it now like i i like work now yeah (laughs) you know like i making money is nice and being like technically like a professional and like now there's time where I'm actually starting to collect years of experience, you know, mm-hmm. that's always nice. Um, but, but I do miss it. I was thinking back recently, like past couple of weeks, I, I do definitely miss going there and being around the school and <laughs> learning and sketching and all, all the good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So it'd be nice to like be there and also be nice to like be with Bruce or Ken. And oh yeah. Again, just like shadow them a bit more and spend more time with them and like just soak up as much information from them, you know. And they're just like cool people to be around. Um they really people I are. look up to really, right, in our career. Like mm-hmm. you just want to be around people like that. Um and it'd be nice, it'd be it'd be really awesome to be able to put that on like my resume. Mm-hmm. and for experience and like i don't think i or at least right now i know i don't want to go into like actual teaching no it's not not your thing yeah not not at least now i'm not gonna say never you know yeah things change but as of right now i don't have the interest in wanting to be like an actual like professor or something like that um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but as being like more of a TA just being there. Um, <laughs> I'm down for the experience, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, I know there's like the one thing it's like, Oh, like scratch the ego, ego a little bit of like mm-hmm. being a TA and like whatever. But it, it's, it's not even me wanting to help people. Cause I think I'm the best in the world, but the idea of like just being around people again, who are into it, into, yeah. you know, into car design and, want to be drawing cars and like something we can learn together that's exactly it's being in the right environment with the right people right um yeah that finding a a sense of community yeah and that's just really like enticing um so yeah i still gotta i gotta put an email together and ask bruce to see even if it's a i might ask him be like he'd be like you know you know i didn't hate you you're cool Mm -hmm. but like you're not good enough which would be That's fine. True. I don't understand, right? You might just say like, you know, I don't know if like you're at a level either to be in that position, which is fine. Or he might yeah, be so. like, or he might be like, 
yeah, no, that would be, you know, send me some sketches, see how you've improved or whatever. And if he <laughs> says like, you've improved. and you might be like, you know, maybe he would say, yeah, sure. No, that'd be great. But I don't think I'll be able to get Humber to, you know, hmm. actually dish out the money to have another TA. Yeah. Cause that's the other thing is it is an extra cost. And <laughs> yeah. if, especially if it's a class that has historically had a TA, you have a much better chance, but trying to convince them that you need a TA when there hasn't ever been a TA yeah. in the past, especially for the side of the program that is dwindling kind of that makes the least money. Yeah. I think there's a fair few kids this year. Well, that's good. That makes me happy in third year. I don't know about fourth year, but I'm not sure, but that would be, um, that'd be nice. I would, mm -hmm. I would like it. So that's why I've been, Recently, been uh, jumping back into sketching some cars. That's why you're back into it. You're like, I gotta. gotta <laughs> and I want to sketch anyways, a but bit. it's a bit of like a motivation booster, like a like a mission, you know. Mm. It's like okay, get ready for Bruce. Get ready Again. for Bruce. It's a goal, right? It's something it's to goal. work towards. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's the important thing. And even if he says no, Kathy walked right in front of the microphone. Even if Bruce <laughs> says no. And he's like, I I appreciate it, but I don't have the capacity for a TA right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, please don't bite the microphone. <laughs> um, just, just rolling across. Just rolling across. He does that in meetings all the time. And like, we'll just basically put his ass, his fully exposed asshole in front of the camera. He doesn't know he's doing it because he's facing well, me. Because he's a cat. Laptop. Exactly. And just full moons everybody in the meeting. I'm nice. Like, oh, man. Oh, man. Very nice. But, yeah, Bruce could be like, I don't have, like, the class doesn't require a TA. Yeah. The odds of me getting one are going to be very low. Like, I can try, but realistically, it's not going to happen. Don't get your hopes up. For this class, that at least puts you back in his mind that, like, you're interested in it. It could be a thing mm -hmm. for a future class. Plus, he's uh, teaching FizzCon first mm. for first years, so that's first semester and second semester. Now I'm going to try and get the second semester job, but <laughs> <laughs> but enough, again, I don't enough. know. I think I'm pretty sure he has junior. So oh, true. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure, but he's doing first and second year. So yeah, and like we, I mean, Catherine had Reese when we were in first year. So she always had a TA. She had a TA anytime that I was her TA as well. I guess it was a, it was, I was a TA when I worked as a student, but that's mm -hmm. a different thing. It's like a student assistant, an essay, right. essay. That's funny. Yeah. Um, you never know though. Like you could pitch yeah. it for, for next semester for, for VizCom. Yeah, it depends on the time too. That was the other thing of like, that's true. Because I know with Would work, work like flexible with you. No, I don't think so. No, I think so. Which is and like again, I'm in a very fortunate position where they are. They're yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Try it, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that would uh, work. To be honest, I don't think it would happen. No. But even so, I'm using that as a goal. To um, that's a good idea. Maybe it's unhealthy to be like, okay, I want to get back into car sketching because I want to impress Bruce. 
Maybe yeah. it's unhealthy, but it's uh I don't know. I've been wanting to get back into it. Yeah. A while I don't even know if impressing Bruce is really your end goal. Like that's No, it's impressing myself, I think, to be exactly. fair. It's uh seeing a posting a sketch and getting people liking it or seeing someone who I have no idea actually think it's good or mm-hmm. seeing a sketch on line that I really like and then being able to like copy it. Exactly. Or feel like mine's at the same level. I'm you know. Your goal is to elevate your sketching ability from what it was to what it can be. And the whole fact that there's like this second stream where you're hoping that it's good enough that you can say, get a chance at being a TA or in some type of a position like that at school is a secondary thing. Mm -hmm. I would say, I think that the, goal of improvement is the big one like yeah you could do a series of 100 cars like the the 100 somethings type <laughs> project just do 100 cars and then boom yeah there you go right i did actually i did have a thought when i was falling asleep the other night kind of like that i wasn't thinking that that makes sense with 100 something but i was thinking of doing like you know like 50 sketches on me again but I was thinking of doing, I've been wanting to do some more sketches of the Porsche, mm-hmm. but in like mm-hmm. a concept style, not in like an accurate, realistic um, sketching or rendering style. Something that's like, you know, really low, really wide with the wheels crazy huge and sticking out on angles and, you know, yeah. that kind of really cool style, um, As but in you... different views came up with it (laughs) if i was to sketch it how like yeah if i was the one designing it or something Mm -hmm. um how how i would sketch Mm -hmm. it i think that's a good challenge so but in different views Uh, that's the trick and stuff like switch on the view so yeah maybe i'll do that nice and that's it's clear it's achievable and it's like the barrier to entry is very very low because it all it requires is like paper a pen and just the time to do it right yeah that's the biggest thing that's dope though i like that exactly i've been thinking about putting together a strange kanga hat that's Mm. inspired by like the goran bros style of hat with like the patch and words and stuff so i might might film like that. that over the weekend, see what I can come up with and see how much they cost and get enough people interested in it that it I like that. that it <laughs> there must be worth it. There must be like a a hat mock up in the uh oh future yeah, mock ups, right? <laughs> there must be there has to there be. better be in all the there three thousand plus mock ups there has to be at there least be. one view. Of like, there better be. Th- I guarantee there's got to be a cap one and like a snapback. I, there has to mm. be. There, I would be blown away if there wasn't at least one of each. I'll check after this just to see because <coughs> now I'm curious. I yeah. have one built in Illustrator, but it's like mm. it's a vector. It's not in perspective. It's no, just it, a front view. No, again, that's the other thing I was going through. Um, going through my phone 
deleting like old like photos of stuff and whatever that I don't care about anymore. Mm-hmm. And just seeing all like the the stuff I post on my Instagram or like stuff I haven't posted, like mock-ups and posters and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I actually can do some pretty sweet stuff. And I look at the <laughs> mock-ups and I'm like, man, I got to do more mock-up stuff for fun because they, they just look so good. I am pretty good at this. Oh my God. That... You just want no some attention? Care. There we go. He doesn't care. Yeah, he'll he'll ask for attention. He hasn't <coughs> found too much though, but like see ass right in the face. Mm. That's life. I think that'll wrap it up because he's going to sit down. Yep. Sat down right on the notebook. Very no nice. more. Ow. Fucker. No more show notes are being made today. So <laughs> that uh, that wraps us up for today. Thanks to thanks to the cat sitting. Don't you dare touch that cord. Um, so, yeah, if you want to send us an email, send it to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send it to hi at bigdesigncompany.com. And we also have a website www.bigdesigncompany.com and zach watson sir what is our instagram the process underscore underscore podcast fantastic ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening we will see you on monday peace the process